Final segment for us. Uh, what, what am I talking about? Final segment of the celebration, if you will. Though it never stops. Lindsey Morrison has been kind enough to hang out in studio. Elmo? Did I hear? Is that what Drake yeah, called Which it? is funny because that was my high school nickname. Really? Like L.M.O. for Lindsey huh. Morrison. I kind of liked it. <laughs> it is cool. Do, do you like it? Yeah, that's it? the question. No, yeah, that was okay, my high okay. school nickname. Like, it was on the back of like, all my t-shirts in high school. Like, that literally was my high school nickname. I'm guilty of sometimes saying, all right, what's up, so-and-so? And it's like, ah, I'm like, ooh, bad nickname. And you never want to be that guy. Ooh, that gives not a fan of that not one, Not a fan of me just using initials. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, congratu- for those that aren't familiar, Lindsay has, I guess, become a regular big events for us. She joins us to start the Women's College World Series uh, because a director of media when it comes to the World Series. Local or, media coordinator. Local media coordinator. I knew there was something fancy about it. And then when it comes to women's gymnastics, she's the point person for everything whenever it comes to women's gym. Which, by the way, thank you and, you know, obviously the entirety of the Oklahoma women's gymnastics coaching staff but we know that you're a big part of making a day like today possible so thank you very much for your work making an awesome celebration like this possible for us yeah of course no thank you guys for having the whole team basically right Uh, thank you for these notes when I dropped I started dropping Jenna's numbers on her and she looked at me like how do you know that I didn't want to cheat and tell her well Lindsay told me them all but like all these numbers were incredible like for for instance we of of the people we hadn't had a chance to talk to this year we hadn't had a chance to talk to audrey davis and i uh she came in there she battling with her voice but just crushed it and then you look back at the the box score if you will and you realize man she played a major role in this oh, championship yeah. especially People, I don't think people realize how big a role she played on Thursday in the semifinal. Um, we get to vault. We start on vault and had some girls get a little bit rattled. And, you know, for a safety reason, you don't want to put someone out there who's not necessarily in the right headspace. And so Audrey literally came in like last second. We were like, Audrey, you're going in. Like KJ told her, like, it's you. And she went in and had a great vault. And, you know, people, you know, she got a 9 8. So you don't really look at it as like, oh, that was a huge contribution. But it, it was a huge contribution. Massive. I, I got to tell you something. I, so on. Sunday, I'm driving back, and I'm not a big texture and driver. So I had this car that the great people of Ferguson had given me, and it's um, so it's it does the voice text mm-hmm. thing. What's it called? Apple Play. CarPlay. CarPlay. Thank you. It's my favorite thing. So not cool. And so I'm I'm using it, but my daughters are in the car too. So I would say something to text Coach, and I'd be like, "Yeah, Coach, that sounds good. Why don't we plan on this?" And my daughters in the background, I'd be like, "But." And I'm like, I just stop, you know, <laughs> fart. And so I'm having to go back in while you're driving. But it was cool to see this all come together because this is a program, and I know that you you know this. I don't have to preach to you. That's worthy of, you know, every station should be spending hours upon hours of coverage dedicated to this because five national championships in the last eight, you know, seasons. eight seasons, that's not easy. No. I mean, that's <laughs> – it's ridiculous. So I was grateful that – coach and everyone had time but they're all good talkers they're all good storytellers i mean this has got to be a fun group to cover oh my gosh it's amazing they make i mean they make my job so much fun and they are an incredible group of young women you know i think sometimes people look at athletes and forget that they're they're humans but this group they are some of the most fun people to be around um you know even i have inside jokes with some of them ali stern and i um before every vault or for every meet, I go up to her and I'm like, Allie, what are we going to do today? And she goes, open my eyes. And she goes, stick it. Because every picture I have of her on vault, her eyes are closed. And so we say, you're going to open your eyes and stick it. And she stuck it in semifinals. She she's my vault national champion, honestly. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, okay, so take us to the moment. 
Thursday, feeling pretty good about things, yeah. always in that top two. I know that even, I guess, what we started on vault maybe didn't have the best vault score, but on Thursday, I don't feel like there was ever that threat that, oh, no, we might not make Saturday, right? No. Th- I went in Thursday feeling pretty confident. You know, we got that great pep talk from Baker Mayfield the night before, and I think we were just – we were ready. We this I mean, this team, they're always ready, but it just – they seemed like they were going to go out there and they were going to do great, and they were going to win that session, and they were going to compete another day. Can, can you speak to that relationship that Baker Mayfield has had – with the gymnastics program over the years. I mean, there's, you know. The, the great video. <laughs> the, the viral video, of course. But, you know, it would be not characteristic, maybe, of a lot of football stars to care or to get involved with the gymnastics program. But Baker has had a legitimate yeah. relationship with the program. I think Baker's just one of those guys who had – he supported every program at Oklahoma, and that's the kind of guy you want as your – you know, you want the QB who's not just at football games. You want the QB who shows up to a basketball game just because he wants to or shows up to so- – I know Dylan Gabriel, you know, was out at mm-hmm. softball to support Jocelyn, that Hawaii connection, you know. And that's kind of, that kind of reminded me of Baker, you know, going out and supporting teams. And, you know, it's great to have the support of your other programs. Um, and I think we have a lot of programs on campus that are – I feel like are – student-athletes are very, very supportive of each other. Like I see soccer players sharing, you know, posts from my gymnast. I see my gymnast sharing volleyball posts. They're all so just supportive, and they all kind of come together. And I think, you know, especially having someone like Baker who's able to be like, hey, like, I support you guys. Like, that that's huge. And his pep talk was incredible. Was it really? Uh, unfortunately, Secretary could not give a pep talk. No. Um, <laughs> but it was – I loved how that story materialized. And – Maybe you can give some more detail, details here, but Lou was saying it had kind of been a season-long thing, right? Yeah, so they pick a legend. The coaching staff picks a legend um, for every meet. This is what our what our theme was this year. A couple years ago it was music. Um, one year it was numbers. Last year it was phenomenons. This year it was legends. And so we had, you know, Mia Hamm, um, Wayne Gretzky, Kobe Bryant, you know, lots of sport legends. And Baker was our legend for semifinals. And Secretariat was the legend Um for Saturday, I wasn't in that meeting, so I don't know all the background <laughs> um, behind that one. But Carly was actually um, telling me she did a press conference and she said that Secretariat would always come out of the gate last, and he would win his race. And what happened on Saturday? We came out of the gate last, yep, and we won the race. By the way, that's the whole premise of the Boyd Street Magazine article story that is due in about two hours. <laughs> doing about up uh, now. Uh, yeah, I was doing a little bit ago. I'm glad that everyone was able to come in today. You know what's kind of funny is you'll sometimes, I, I don't want to say back into things, but Lou said we didn't even realize the storyline that he had always broke last whenever it happened. But it is kind of wild to think not just that the, the floor didn't go well, and I don't think Coach would get mad about me saying it, but it did not go well at all. I mean, it was the worst score they'd had all season on the floor, right? Y- yeah. So I would <laughs> I would imagine that some doubt creeps in for for fans, maybe even family that's watching. Not for this team though. They never backed down, did they? No. And I, you know, I knew going having that performance and going to vault, I was like, okay, if we can start vault good, we're going to be okay. Like I had I knew that we had the right rotation to make up ground. I don't know if we'd been in a different rotation if we could have done what we did. I think we had the perfect rotation because vault and bars are our best, best events by far. We're, right. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but we are the best. There is no team that does bars like this team does. Like one through six, seven, eight could all put up huge scores. And they went to vault and I was like, yeah. Allie, <laughs> Allie went and I was like, we're going to be just fine. <laughs> 
Lindsay, this has been, you know, obviously quite a run for this program. It, you've been a part of so much of it. Thinking about this year specifically, what are some of the things that stand out for you getting to be a part of this team the way that you are? What was cool about this national championship? Honestly, the comeback part of it. You know, I was on the other side of this in 18, my very first season. We were the heartbreaking loss. We were the, we're in first, UCLA has to get a 10 to win, and they got the 10. And so, I, you know, we were on that end. And then 19, we won. We had such a large margin going into the, like, last rotation that I was like, eh, we can hop on vault and we're probably going to win. <laughs> and that one was, you know, special because of, you know, Dave Richardson, our trainer, Jen's husband, who had passed away that season, and they dedicated that to him. But this one just, I think, I don't know what it was, but I start, if anyone was watching, you saw me in the background crying on ABC. <laughs> it just something about it was like, this is what it's like to have that, like the buzzer beater win, the, you know, goal at the last second. Just, it felt so, just so unexpected, I think. Cause I mean, we were, we were climbing our way back and I'm starting to think of like tweets in my head, like, okay, if we win, like, what could I do? You know, cause that's as the social media person, that's what you start thinking. But this team also just feels really special. I think this is one of the teams I've been the closest with because I've been around so many of them for so long. Carly, you know, Carly's my OG. We've both been here for five <laughs> years. Um, and Carrie and Olivia and Al, you know, I've, I've created relationships with these athletes and I've been around them for so long that I think it was, you know, in 19, I, I knew the girls, but I still was kind of finding my footing. It was only my second year. And so I think this one, I was like, yeah, this is – this one just feels like the big one. It, it ended up being it. Yeah. Well, so I've, I've tried – people have asked before because we get a chance to cover incredible coaches at this university, right? Patty Gasso mm -hmm. has won five national championships. Uh, Mark Williams has won so many national championships we've run out of trophy space. K.J. Kindler now has won five national championships. What is it that has made this program, in your opinion, so special? You cover it so closely. You see it second in, second out. What makes it so – uh, dominant the coaches yeah. I think it's the coaching staff they truly care about their athletes and wanting their athletes to succeed and you know they do they did this meet with in a post-olympic year with no olympians <laughs> Reagan was olympic alternate don't want to take that away from her mm -hmm. that but you know that was 2016 thinking of 2020 2021 olympians there were a ton of them at that meet yep and we didn't have any and we were able to win with level 10s and, you know, only a handful of elites while these other teams were kind of stacked and pretty loaded. And I think that just goes to the coaches and what they are able to do. I mean, talk about Lou Ball with Danae Fletcher. Oh. Like going from a Yurchenko full – she's never done a one-and-a-half on vault, and she did it and, like, had a counting score in the finals. Like, that's incredible. I mean, this coaching staff is very special, and I really do think that – I think in all of our programs that are – it's because of the coaches, and I think anyone – will tell you that is that it's it's the coaches a lot of the athletes probably would would admit to this if you ask them but it's not going to be the first thing that they mention it has to be trying at time for try, trying at times for some of these athletes that have had great careers they come to Oklahoma and, and maybe not all the time are, are you the superstar role everybody kind of has to accept that so for some of these freshmen balancing in with upperclassmen, I'm curious, your vantage point watching that mesh and blend together, how good is this coaching staff and are these players at making it all the egos balance and the 
upperclassmen being receptive to underclassmen in this program? Because obviously that has to work to win a national championship. So how good was this group at that? You know, I think they were really good at that. I think everybody knows that it's about what's best for the team. Like at the end of the day, it it is a team sport and it's what is best for the team. What can I do that's best for the team? And I've heard some of the older girls say, you know, like we felt those freshmen coming for our spots and it, (laughs) it caused us to work harder. Like everyone is constantly pushing themselves to be better because there's someone who's ready to take your spot on any given day. And, you know, I think the coaches do a really good job of, you know, it's not about who's the senior, you know, they're not going to put a senior in just because they're a senior. They're going to put in the best person on that day. Who's warming up the best, who, who are the six best people to put up on this day? It might be different the next day, but today these are the six best. And I think they do a really good job of, you know, kind of managing egos and, you know, telling people like it, you know, you're going to always put your best people out, be your best, keep putting in the work and Hey, that could be you. By the way, um, what's next for you now? Do you get a little time off? Do you get to enjoy? Go see. Well, your family's in Fort Worth, right? Did you get to see him at all this weekend or no? I did not, um, but <laughs> my boyfriend came down and he ah, was there good. for the whole meet. So um, here he was there for the whole week and came mm-hmm. to all the meets and everything. But no, didn't get to see my parents, but they were up um, for Palm Sunday a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Came up, so did get to see them, but... No, I got lots of interview requests. You know, I've got lots of people <laughs> who want to talk to my athletes. So handling those, and we've got our photo shoot today. So then I'll then I'll take a little bit of a break. But do you want to hear my really fun softball gymnastic stat? Let's go. So does Pat know this? Is he going to be jealous? I don't know, but I knew I, this is how I knew we were going to win. This was okay. This was a sign. So in 2013, softball wins. Right. In 2014, gymnastics wins. Neither team won in 15. We both won in 16. We both won in 17. Neither team won in 18. We won in 19. They won in 21. We're both going to win in 22. Oh, look at that. You're going to have to write that out on a dry erase board for me I so know. I can make sure. I literally, I was sitting there. I'm the like, deadpan looked like, I know. I know <laughs> she I'm realizes like, okay. how slow I no, am. No, I was like, I was sitting there and I was like, you know huh. what? This is, this is the double year. Like it should, but that's it. Literally, it's like one of us wins. The other wins. Neither wins. We both win. One. Yeah. Here it is. Let's go. <laughs> double championship year. We're down for the double championship year. We're, when it we're happens, signing on. You can all, all thank Lindsay Elmo for just, her work on that one. I called it here on what day is it? April on Tuesday, April nineteenth. I called it. There you go. <laughs> Proud of you, man. You crushed it. You're awesome. Thank you. We love talking to you and, and all the great guests and interviews you gave us. How about Casey being all fired up? A little red carpet, little grub, balloons. If we I ever you. have a party thrown for myself, I want Casey Vineyard putting it on. Yeah, no, we love you guys. Thank you for you Thank know, you, doing Lindsay. this and getting all these athletes out. You know, it's great and I love getting to tell their stories and I know they love getting to have a little bit of the spotlight. No, the best. That's Lindsay Morrison. She is the media relations guru for women's gymnastics and we'll talk to her again at the Women's College World Series. If not before then. Yes. Quick break. Plank Show rolls on next. So, full disclosure, we had a – excuse me, we had a <laughs> – Yeah, I know. You watched that Chick-fil-A. Now. We we had Chick-fil-A, the little mini uh, – Chicken bis- biscuits. Oh, they're among my favorites. And yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't had them in like seven years because I remember the last time I had them was whenever – because it was before I moved down here. They brought me in to do the interviews for signing day. Yeah. And whenever I showed up, they had the little chicken biscuits. And I'm like, oh, these are the greatest things ever. And I ate like 50 of them. So we had a whole tray of them. In fact, two. They're my, I mean, I'm not even kidding when I say they're like my favorite thing. But I never get – listen, this is probably – I don't think of Chick-fil-A for breakfast. 
So, and also, I'm not going to just get like I'm going to get four nuggets with ba- you're going to eat them in a in a big group setting. So, uh, yes, I will be. This I, I am, commercial break. This whole show again. is a countdown now to the next commercial break because I'm going to go over there and pound about 50 of those little mini chicken biscuits. I didn't feel comfortable that last break going over there and shoving you and Lindsay well, out of the way. It was <laughs> funny because uh, so Lindsay Morrison, thanks to Lindsay for joining us here in our um, kickoff hour number three. And what was I don't I thought it went well today. This was you know you and I were were talking just a second ago. They're all special. Right. We've gotten to do this a couple of different times, which is, you know, amazing, and it's a credit to KJ and that team. What they've done, winning national championships, but for whatever reason, this championship celebration, and maybe it's just the recency factor. Right. The morning of here, this one stood out. You know, the the athletes were great. The coaching staff was fantastic this morning. It'll all be on the podcast page, but this has been a fun, fun morning. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's something that, you know, we have done consistently after national titles, and I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited for the <laughs> I'm really excited for the future um, because we're going to get to do this more often. Dude, let me tell you, my th- two of the best interviews weren't here. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, the Air Comfort Solutions tech guy. <laughs> I don't line. know, but this guy – Oh man, the Oscar memes. With, yeah, uh, they still pop up. This this Smith. one has Will Smith, and and Will Smith says, "Oh, you women's gymnastics on it." Chris Rock taking the five fingers. It says, "Can't win." So basically, <laughs> that's awesome. But two things did happen during that conversation. I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you didn't, um, what's wrong with you? It's a, it's a title. It's a celebration. Let's go. And if you didn't get to hear it, and you're frustrated that you missed it. Podcast page. We've got a lot to catch up on, Josh. <laughs> we've got a three-hour show, and we've spent two and a half hours of it talking women's gymnastics. So, um, first of all, let's hit on one breaking news note for softball. There, um, This has been percolating for a while. but and In fact, I had... Home Run Village is back, and it's not just going to be for the postseason. We're going to do it for a lot of games, and including starting on Friday night. So Home Run Village is going to begin on Friday night, and we'll also be in Norman essentially for the entire Bedlam series, and we'll see beyond in the postgame. I was so excited about this. I offered to do a game day style show. It's like, hey, put it up. Have me out there, me, 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 all about me, right? We'll get some guests. It'll be a good time. I don't want to say it got vetoed, but somewhere a lot along the way it became secondary, and that's, I mean, because they're going to have shows and stuff out there, so that's awesome. Um, I can enjoy it as a fan, which is great. It's the return of the party beyond the left field wall, I think is a good way to put it. In Home Run Village, because literally with the way this team hits home runs, you could be watching the game, and a home run can land in your lap. They partnered with Oklahoma Oil and Natural Gas for Sooner fans to be a part of what's being described as an interactive fan entertainment area. It's on the lawn, and the specific or Pacific description is immediately west of Marita Hines Field for the Iowa State Series and the Bedlam Series. Season and single game tickets are sold out for the remainder of the home slate, but Home Run Village will give you a chance to be a part of it. Um, food vendors, including Chewy's, Kona Ice, and Levy, is going to be out there. 
the ANC Mobile Video Board, Inflatables, Party Picks, a National Championship Trophy photo session will take place on Saturdays only. It's going to be fun. So the announcement of the return of Home Run Village. We're back, baby. Like we never left. We're back. We're we are, back. We are going to get Doug back. Then secondly, I, let me Mark, is that out there yet? There's a lot of really cool things going on around the spring game. And I'm really excited for it. I hope, I hope the things work out with the softball game where I get a chance to be a part of a, long, a, a lot of it. If it doesn't, I mean, I, as long as softball wins, I'm happy. But it's really cool. It's really cool to see the amount of planning, preparation, and work that has gone into it. It reminds me a lot of the year they did the concert, and then it was just – 5,000 mile an hour winds that were out on the field where who was it Trace Adkins or who I don't even remember who did the concert but someone did a concert it was just freezing outside the whole time but I remember being a part of some of the meetings leading up to it and the the amount of preparation that went into it obviously um so what was that like 19 and 20 we didn't even have spring ball in in, it let me rewind a little bit more 18 was the concert. 19 was the night whenever the spring game got moved to a Friday night because that was that 19 season was Jalen Hurts. And that was the Friday night game. And that was awesome. But there wasn't, I mean, there was a lot of very, very smart people, administrators, game ops that had to do a lot of prep because things changed, right? It was going to be Saturday game. And a couple weeks before the game, we moved it to Friday night. It was awesome. 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 In fact, it was so cool, everyone thought, why don't we just do this thing on Friday night? And then COVID wiped out the 20 spring game. And then last year's spring game was still kind of a, you know, it was Caleb Williams' debut, but yet not not really was known much about him except he was a five-star quarterback. There Mm -hmm. wasn't a concert around it or anything. We were still kind of getting a grasp on capacity. So with all of that precursor, which I think it finally got in the right chronological order, Josh, this year there is so much cool stuff that's going into Saturday. If you're spending the 15 bucks that it costs to go to the game, you're going to be wowed. Now, first of all, I want to say there is, and I'm really part of, part of my, gosh, I don't want to use the term bitterness, but part of my sadness um, that I'm not going to get to be down there for the pregame stuff is that my daughter is performing in the pregame. They're letting all the little junior cheerleaders come out and do their thing on the field. So that's pretty awesome. But beyond that, for this greedy Gus right here, I mean, there's I, I hear there's going to be opportunities where, where fans are going to be able to meet players, maybe even on the field. So I've I've I mean, the way that they've set up the trophy unveiling seems pretty, pretty off awesome. And I just I think there's a lot of really, really cool things that as a fan, when you go to an event beyond just the head coach saying, hey, we need you there, this isn't a situation to where you can sit on your – you got to go. I think that a lot of the things they're doing around it are pretty, pretty cool. It's going to be a fun spring game, man. I can't wait. Obviously, the the Baker Mayfield element to it just cranks this thing up another notch. There's – what, we've been – Told that there's something to be on the lookout for yeah. from the grounds crew at the yeah. 25s. I hear something that. Something that's never been seen before, so or, or never been done before. Maybe it's been seen before if it's the OU DNA logo, but 
and you probably already know what's going on at 25. No, no, I, I'm going to tell you right. I'm out of the loop on everything. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on this spring. I couldn't tell you even if food trucks are going to be there. I, um, I've i got really, truly no responsibilities and, and no knowledge of what's going on except be there as soon as the softball game is over. <laughs> right. right. That's it for me. And I don't even know if Drake has a second mic for me or not. I might just be standing down there with my hands Hop crossed. on the cater. And, yeah, exactly. And, and get over there. No, it should be fun, though. I can't uh, can't wait to see it. And obviously, as we discussed yesterday, to me, and maybe I'll get some pushback on this or some other folks would say, nah, it's, it's kind of already happened as soon as Brent Vittables hopped off that jet uh, over at Max Westheimer Airport. To me, this is sort of the official beginning of the Brent Vittables era. You, mean, s- you said that, and it stayed with me, and I think it's dead on, dude. That is the best way to put it. The Brent Vittables era has been in full swing, right? But it's this is the kickoff party. We've had our, for fans, the soft launch. Here's the grand opening. You know, when restaurants have their grand openings, it's like, wow, I thought you guys would been open for a while. It's like, no, no, this is our grand opening. It's like, yeah, we've had our soft. It's been open for a while. We've, we've worked through the nooks and crannies. Now it's time for the grand, grand opening. By the way, Brent Venables is meeting with the media as we speak. And in the middle of his opening statement, the fire alarm went off. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. Yeah, Eric Bailey has the video right now on his Twitter feed at Eric Bailey TW. You know, one of my biggest pet peeves is <laughs> is whenever guys are like holding up their cameras to to interview things when they ask questions because your video usually sucks, your hands all shaky, it's never good audio. But in this instance, especially whenever you're given a free podium feed, so I, I never understood why the need for that. But in this instance. At least it works, Josh, because I don't know if we would have got the fire alarm going off <laughs> in the middle of Brent Venable's opening statement today. But well, and if it's a shaky video, that that just enhances the fire alarm, good. right? It's, it gives you that Blair, Blair Witch. Blair Yes! <laughs> you and I were thinking the same thing. All right, let's take a break so we can eat some chicken biscuits. When we come back, uh, we'll hit on a, a mini version of the top five stories today. I feel like there's a lot of really big national outrage stories that you could get into. Teammates fighting on the bench. Is that a team out of control? NFL draft buzz about quarterbacks not going in the first round. Um, there's a lot of where the talking heads have enough to be outraged about. But we'll hit the highlights next right here on The Ref. I do not want anyone keeping track of how many of these little mini chicken biscuits I've eaten. I don't want to know. Yeah, I know. My my count's already up to one. I've been trying to mix in some some of the fruit. I got a, so I can feel I got a cup it. like these cups that people usually put drinks in. I just poured a bunch of fruit in. Like that's gonna nice. Make, yeah, like, that's gonna balance things hey, that, out. Those cups are cool. Yeah, where do we get these? This University what, what of do they Oklahoma, say on them? Boomer Sooner, Sooner Magic. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know, hey, you know, thank you for the shirt, by the way, Coach KJ Kindler. Appreciate that. National champs, love it. Unfortunately, I've got a. She gave me an L. I might need an XL after the first washing. What am I ta- like? I get to keep any of these T-shirts. They're all my daughters. They're gonna see. It's like you got a gymnastic shirt. There's your uh, New Year's resolution motivation. Oh, hold on. Sid Romero just texted me. Let's see what I'm in trouble for. Oh yeah. Hold on. Let's get- Everything cool? No, they. They ask me for my food order whenever I'm in the middle of doing a show. And I, I, I so what are you going to get? <laughs> bacon, turkey, bravo, baby. Um, 
It's funny because it always seems like the lunch menu orders seem to come in whenever I'm in the middle of doing a show. And I it, it I have like I have 24 text messages right now. Everybody just like ordering. And, and literally <laughs> Is that what it is? Of those 24 text messages um most of them are a menu of people ordering things. That's funny, man. Uh, we're going to have uh, bacon turkey game. bravo. Now I got oh that's the go to. You can never go wrong with a bacon turkey bravo. Bacon turkey that weird pink bread and a pickle. You're good to go. Please remind me to not eat while we're on the air. I really want to just keep chowing down on these apples. It's but. all I want to do. It's all I'm just sitting here looking at the commercial going, can we play that commercial yet? <laughs> we're we're going to break, aren't we? <laughs> All right, so if you're just tuning in, literally this show has been awesome today because we celebrated the Women's Gymnastics National Championship with K.J. Kindler and several of her players, including athletes, including uh, Maggie Nichols, who swung by. Always like talking to Maggie. And But I, I didn't think there was a, a, bad, a bad interview in the group, so thank you all for hanging in there with us today and having fun with it, too. I saw the... The Sooner Football Podcast guys tweeted, if you missed it, you missed out. Thanks to Plank and Josh, we now know everything there is to know about OU women's gymnastics. It's okay. You don't have to act like they actually said and Josh. It always is included in there in my mind. Um, there was a couple things I learned today that I didn't know. I, I wasn't truly hip to the degree with which the oh mark what are you doing you're my guy thank you mark knows i have a deadline coming up later this afternoon so he's fueling <laughs> yeah, me so he's i can make sure i hit my deadline well i i should be apologizing to him i'm like really cut this one close bud but i didn't realize that the um the secretary thing was kind of a season long thing and then and lou who's awesome lou ball said and we, you know honestly we didn't really know the true background of hey this was the Mantra, the M.O. of Secretariat, that that she always broke late out of the gate. So really, really cool stuff today, man. I've I've these type of shows. I know for they're very niche, 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 whichever way you use. So for some people, they might not care about women's gym, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not here to sell you on it, but it's just it's really cool to learn what it takes to get that 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 championship pedigree. You know, it, to have it. You know, it's it's really fun for you and I, too. And I can peel the curtain back here just a little bit and just say, I mean, the the team itself, the players on this team, you can tell why they're successful by the way they carry themselves in this studio, the way that, you know, they walk up and introduce themselves and shake your hand. I mean, it's just such a good group of athletes the the way that they go about their business they're so kind and you know look that's that's not a beam routine and that's you know on and on and on it's not a floor routine but all of that kind of goes hand in hand and we heard a little bit about that right from Carrie Thomas where she said every last piece the way that Coach Kindler and Coach Ball and Coach Haley, the way they run this program, that's why they wound up as national champions. And we see that. We saw that in studio, I feel like, today. A couple of other notes here of things that have broke beyond that. Yeah, that's a good point, Josh. I agree with you 100%. You sense what they're all about, and it's really cool. Devin Askew is on the move again. The Kentucky transfer who spent last year at Texas is back in the transfer portal. 
I mean, is there a point uh, after you transfer once where it's like, yeah, now you got to sit a year? Unless you've already graduated. And, oh, by the way, I felt really, really smart last night. I don't know if I've ever or, or maybe had a, huh, all right, it kind of made sense. Remember when Elijah Harkless entered his name into the transfer portal? How could I forget? Well, my take had been something – I mean, that seems kind of wild to see that you would shift from basically less than a month ago saying, hey, I'm excited to be back. I'm going to rehab. I'm going to be back for my my final season, and I'm going to be sooner, to then putting yourself in the transfer portal knowing that you know, you're going somewhere where nothing is guaranteed and you're coming off an injury. I mean, what, what appears to be a significant enough injury that required surgery and – led to you missing the latter half of the season. And I thought, you either, you're either going somewhere because you need to get close to family or someone whom you are familiar with might end up being the guy or the, the team where you end up. And where did he end up signing last night? UNLV. Hmm. And what does UNLV have? A coach that you're familiar coach with, Kruger. Kevin Kruger. So, um, I, I just what I saw I was like, okay, yeah, uh, that makes sense. That makes some sense for sure. A little closer to home, familiarity with that stuff. Even though I don't even know was Kevin was here for one of his seasons, but you know Lon, and so yeah, obviously, yeah, Lon's you obviously like you know going Kevin. to be around, right? And, and and I thought of all the places that never popped in my mind. Yeah, I, I no, never I wouldn't thought, have thought of, of that either. Yeah, that's that's and it's such a good landing spot for him from that perspective. It really is. It and where would I rather see him land? The Lloyd Noble Center. But if you know, not OU. Yeah. If if you're not gonna end up in Oklahoma and if you need to go somewhere else to Jackpot, baby. Make sure everything is good. There you go. Um Brent Venables has a couple of notes here on the spring game that I want to share. It's already eleven forty. Brent Venables, fire alarm. All good. They have um, moved past it, and they're actually speaking. Brent Venables said that he will, that Dylan Gabriel will take snaps with both teams during the red white game this weekend. Um, gave a shout out to other sports and their success. He opened by saying the baseball team's got a game tonight, bragged on the softball start laid out the success of men's and women's gymnastics, and talked about the women's Big 12 team title in tennis. Quote, Champ U was living up to it. Boom. Then the fire alarm went off. So we're learning now, beyond the fire alarm going off, we're learning a couple of things about what this spring game might look like. When talking about fans going to support other sports, he added men's and women's golf. Quote, everybody deserves the support. We have an opportunity to create the most hostile environment in college football. That's what we want. Let's go. What uh, what would they pop one time call the people on the – wait, east side is the newly – well, not newly, where they added the upper deck, right? The press box side is the west side. You've got my directions, yep. right? Yeah. He used to always call the west side Merlot sippers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's like, you got to get those Merlot sippers up out of their seat and making some noise. I think that's what Brent Venables is saying. Everyone's got to be going crazy on game day, and it starts Saturday, April 23rd. Yeah, it'll start with better opponents. <laughs> 
from the SEC. That's going to be a big help. Yeah, you're right. All right, hey, quick break. We're back to wrap the show up next. I, I still don't know much about – well, let me – I say this. Let me real quick check my <laughs> – check my Sooner Twitter feed. It's, I, I still don't know a true, like, format for Saturday outside of seeing – Dylan Gabriel is going to take snaps for both teams. Did I just whistle my ass there? It's okay. Feels like we're on Family Guy. That's right. But I would I would assume, based on the way that Coach Venables is is kind of laying it all out, that it's going to be as as close to normal as possible. So Saturday's gonna gonna be fun. Weather looks great, and just get your tickets fifteen bucks. You won't find many sporting events, especially football-related, where you can get in the door as cheap as that. Yes, I know. I know. This is where I bleed crimson. It's like, don't forget, it's it's much more expensive than 15 bucks. You're right. You're right. Gas to get down there. Ah, those tickets aren't. Those ankle biters, want they want to treat. They want to eat something. They want a snack. They want a hot dog. So, enjoy it. Are you? Um, yes. The- I'm kind of into this little fight between the Nuggets last night. I wish we could have had some more time to talk about it. Most of you are probably like, oh, the infighting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're a mess. It's uh, <laughs> a that's, hot uh, mess. They're in trouble. Yeah, it, it looks that way. I mean, we we say this so much during NBA playoffs. Like, hang on a second. Let's see one game in the Mile High City before we, you know, call time of death Preach. here. Same but, thing with the Sixers and the Raptors. But boy. It's been a you-know-what kicking the first two games from the the Warriors over the Nuggets, and that was probably one of the series you looked at and felt it was going to be one of the best first-round series we've got so far, but certainly has not played out that way. Jordan Poole, what he's been doing for Golden State, obviously the Splash brothers, Steph and Clay, Draymond's doing his thing. I mean, from what I've seen two games through from Golden State, they look every bit like they're – they're going to be right there in the Western Conference Finals, yeah. contending potentially for the the Larry O'Brien Suns Suns Warriors Western Conference Finals. What the way? I mean, the Raptors have looked great through two games. And you know what? I like the little Nick Nurse back and forth with Joel Embiid. I mean, I'd love this kind of stuff. If it's not hostile and f bombing people and punching people, it's fun. They will finally play Game Two of that Nets series against the Celtics. Uh, on what Wednesday of this week? <laughs> you you want to know something else? It's kind of funny. Do you know that we we won't play game two? Hold on here. Let me make sure I get this right. Yeah, we got game two of the Timberwolves Grizz finally tonight, and then we don't get game three again until Thursday. Like let let's go, man. Let's go. Get through this first round. No, man. We got by the time they reach game three. Of the Celtics and the Nets, it's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. They they, they prolong it out way too much. I, listen, thanks to Lindsey Morrison for helping us out today. Thanks for KJ Kindler for putting it all together, man. This was an awesome championship celebration. It'll be up on the podcast page soon, but guess what? Steelman and Thune are coming up next to recap a busy night in Cruton and a busy day in Brent Minimal, speaking with the media right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Have a great Tuesday.